Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Reality Redefined. And actually, this is the sixth episode? Sure. I think so. But my name is Nick. I'm Ian. Why do you say it like that? I, mean, I, I, I did the list, like normal The chemtrails, they're fucking with my head. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, today we are going to be talking about one of the uh, another pillar of the conspiracy community, yeah. chemtrails. Yes. But uh, I was gonna say though, Ian, there was like this stretch, um, a, a, a while back when we were doing life in general, that I was like, I don't know why, I don't think it was in, intentional. I was doing like this weird thing when I'd say my name at the at the beginning of the show, and then like you started giving me a bunch of shit about it, and he's like, and I, like we got done recording one day, and you're like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, what are you talking about? I'd like, and then I'd like go back and listen, and I was like, uh. Yeah, what the hell am I doing? And then all of a sudden you started doing this like crazy thing. So I don't know. It's oh, like, where you always say our name? Yeah. I don't remember giving you shit for it. Yeah, I think you did. Yeah. I don't know. Because you were like, uh, what are you doing? I ask you that about everything though. Yeah? Because I don't know what I'm kind doing? Of, well, I mean, some might argue. Who? <laughs> don't, don't, don't pull the whole, well, some people. Well, some people might uh, think this. I've heard from a lot of people. A lot of people are saying. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> all right, DT. Yeah, a lot of people are saying you don't know what you're doing. I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that there's uh, these emails on Hunter Biden's uh, laptop, right, 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 you know. Right. Which that's, yeah. another, that's another internet. That'd be a, a good Well, you know what we need about. to do is find out whatever website these people go to for their QAnon news. And we just we could probably get like ten or twelve episodes just out of that. Alone. We do need to do a QAnon episode because yeah. that is like a crazy. It's like a hub for conspiracy theories. It really is, and it's like conspiracy theories created by like a twelve year old in, in Taiwan Russia. Or something, yeah, you know? Russia. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I didn't yeah, because some Russia, of them, because but... some of them are so utterly crazy that you'd almost think yes, that has to be a kid making that. Up. Was QAnon the whole? Was the whole PizzaGate thing a QAnon? I thing? think so. I think so. Because I know QAnon is whole, you know, like like Trump always says, or he has said, not always, but he has said, oh, you know, they they, they don't like pedophiles. So you know, I know the whole pedophilia. nobody likes pedophiles except that. pedophiles. That's, that's, that's and pedophiles probably don't like pedophiles. No, because it's competition to them. They like diddle children, and then they feel bad about it, and then they're like, no, I don't think they do. They probably don't. No. They feel bad if they get caught. That's, it's definitely a sickness. I mean, yeah. it's a, yeah, they feel bad when they get to, caught. To but. prey on children is a very deep and disgusting. But thing. it's you know what's also it's equally deep and disgusting is people who make up that kind of thing, like QAnon, making up all these child trafficking things because it detracts from those situations where it's really happening. Oh yeah, and you know, and child child trafficking is a very real thing. Yeah, but and it's it, not it's not a democratic. Uh, conspiracy. Oh no, and that's and the then, whole QAnon. You know, that's right. what their whole belief is. So the, my point is, is that when you when you do things like that, and you get people focusing their attention in one direction that's not real, yeah. you're missing out on the real things. Oh yeah, and know? that's why, like earlier this year, when the whole um, pandemic, or the whole COVID thing was exploding, and you know it was being discussed pretty regularly about uh, the president's lack of leadership and things mm. like that. All of a sudden, you saw this whole this uh, Child, yeah, save this, the children save, hashtag. Ha- yeah, yeah, the whole hashtag save the children. Like yeah. everyone was sharing it, and uh, you know, and I remember seeing it a couple of days in a row, and I was like, "Oh, that's kind of strange." And I was like, "Oh yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, just thought it was just like a standard um, anti-trafficking campaign or whatever." And I was like driving to work one day, and is uh, it like dawned on me? It's like. Uh, no, that's not your average no. campaign. That's a QAnon. No, and it was campaign. honestly a good one because even non-Trump people were were sharing it because they thought it was legitimate. Yeah. It's it's not because every rational human being would want to save children. Yeah, you don't really need to hashtag that anyway. Yeah, so I don't understand it. It just you know, yeah, that's about as political as I want to get about. At least as seriously political that I want yeah. to get. It's uh, it, yeah. If you're if you're out there listening to this and you don't really understand what we're talking about, the QAnon is a big conspiracy ring, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, no one knows who Q is. And like I said, it's it, probably several people, it, but it's probably like a couple of you know, sixteen year old kids in a it, foreign country in a foreign country that's doing all this, that's, yeah. that's sending all this stuff out. Mm-hmm. But their big thing is that. Uh, there's one political party in the United States, namely the Democrats, that are stealing 
children. Yeah. I've heard that they're eating children. They're drinking baby blood. I have not heard say, that. I've heard, I've heard that they're eating children, eating embryos. That's why they're for pro-abortion, because they eat the embryos. That's to, to, as part of their like satanic rituals. Okay, yeah, I haven't heard that whole aspect. But the ones I've heard is just basically that the Democrats are stealing children for child sex. Yeah, ones. all that too. I mean, there's and, all that, that too. and that whole ties into whole the whole PizzaGate with the Clintons because the Clintons were running a sex ring out of a pizzeria mm. in New Which York. Which makes perfect sense. And the I believe that there was Rolling a eyes, by the way. man that actually yeah there was someone that like showed up with a gun to shoot people at that real at right. that actual pizzeria once. Yeah. Uh, because of the whole PizzaGate thing. Yep. And you know PizzaGate's a big thing. You can read about it online, but I believe it all ties back to Q to QAnon. Yeah. Well, now there are people are showing up at Trump rallies wearing "I'm with Q." Oh, the, but they've been doing that since 2016. But it's really getting bad now. Yeah, like the numbers are going up. So, well, that's so be- like I said, we're gonna have we'll have dozens of shows that we'll can, we can get from just QAnon yeah. alone. And it, and the sure. funny thing is, it's like it's QAnon stuff has been around for several years now, but it really seems like in the last. Two years, I'm starting to hear because a lot Trump more has legitimized it. Yeah. That's the that's where because he starts sharing and retweeting QAnon conspiracies, yeah. and when the president does it, then it starts getting noticed. Yeah. You know, but this show is not about QAnon. This show no, is no, going to be about. Uh, well, I mean, it, it could delve a little into politics, but it's going to be a light, definitely a lighter. Does this really go into politics? Yeah, because it's it's one of the, we're going to talk about chemtrails and one of the theories that. There's actually several that tie to the chemtrails. Is it's government? The government's doing it. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's it's not going to be like political, but it's going to be government based. Yeah. You know? So if you don't know anything about this, the the whole chemtrail thing, um, it really started gaining in popularity back in 1996. Yeah. The uh, the United States Air Force published a report about weather modification. Um, and it was really after this report was released that people started accusing the Air Force of spraying the population with chemicals mm-hmm. for various reasons. Yeah, which we'll get into. Um, but yeah, so as a so if if you're if you walk outside today or right now, you'll see more than likely uh, condensation trails that are formed by the jet engine. Or the exhaust from the jet engine on an airplane, right? Because it's the it's the the heat is producing condensation mixed with the cold air in the in the atmosphere, which causes the con the, yeah. the trails the the basic vapor trails, correct? Or contrails for short. So believers of this conspiracy believe that, uh, or they say that these contrails, which is what they call them, mm-hmm. of course they the conspiracy people call them chemtrails, but they're People that actually know what the hell is going on call them right. contrails for condensation trails. Yeah. Um, but these contrails are, are they, they say that they actually contain chemicals that the government is using to spray on us for obviously nefarious reasons. Right. Um, several of the reasons that I've heard. Um, one is to, I've heard one theory that it's sterilizing the population mm-hmm. and one theory that it's boosting our reproductive to overpopulate. Um, I've heard the one about it's turning a, the whole population gay. I don't know if you heard that one. Because that ties into what Alex Jones was saying about the gay frogs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Got to live in for worse. Um, <laughs> the chemicals are making us stupid. Well, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, 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 there's a bunch of them. I know the... Uh, Just a handful that I know of. I think the most popular reason... Is population control. Yeah. It is from all the stuff I was reading. Uh, there's all the ones that, that say they're doing it for weather modification, uh, psychological manipulation. Uh, another big popular one is solar radiation management. And the other one is that they're testing them for uh, chemical and biological warfare. Mm. So there's many different reasons why the government is spraying us. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think the, the one of the big things that I've seen from the videos, because I've watched quite a few of these videos on, on YouTube, is that their belief really stems from the fact that they believe that a normal contrail will dissipate relatively quickly, whereas ones that contain chemicals 
will Linger. last for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. Which you can t- sometimes see. You see a plane flying and you see the contrails. And sometimes you'll see it, it disappearing almost as fast as it's being created. Yeah. Other times, like you said, there's some that linger. But that has to do with elevation and temperature. That actually yeah, has to do with a lot of different things. Right. Elevation, temperature also has to do with wind, um, moisture in moisture, the air. Yep. So. Yeah, weather patterns, basically. Yeah. But I guess that ties into what some might think of weather, weather modification. Because that was a big one against Obama. You know, he was... He was in control of the weather. Yes. He was causing all the hurricanes yes. and stuff. And the fires. And the fires, and, right. So, um, so the, the funny thing is Prince was apparently a pretty big believer in this theory. Oh, really? Yeah. So I saw a video in, I think it was 2009. Maybe it was 2007. I think it was 2009. Um, he does, does this interview. I don't know what talk show this is on but it's a, a video he did on tv where he talked about believing that the trails from overhead airplanes were responsible for all the fighting and violence in his neighborhood huh well since he's not alive to defend himself and he's produced some of the greatest music of the last 40 years i'll let it slide but <laughs> Yeah, I just I just didn't know that. I, right. I, I didn't, didn't know, know that, that either. Yeah. I I knew Prince had some pretty out out there kind of beliefs. So there's another video I saw where it's taken from inside a passenger plane, and uh, this person's like, uh, "Look, I've got video proof that they're spraying us with chemicals. They're sitting on the wing, uh-huh. and there's like this the at the very tip of the wing, you see something spraying out of it." Right. Okay. Like this is proof. I I have found proof that they're that they're spraying us with these chemicals. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know if you ever heard of fuel dumping. So fuel dumping is something that commercial airplanes do, not on a very regular basis. It's a, probably be a, a pretty rare thing that they actually do. But if they're if a commercial flight is too heavy coming into the airport, uh-huh. they will dump fuel to make themselves lighter. Okay. Well, that's not terribly um, responsible to the environment either. But It's not, but it's something that does happen, and that's what they were showing in the video. And it's, uh, I, I just thought it was kind of funny that they're like, look, here's proof. Right. And well, I'm like, see, that's I'm the like, thing. Well, it kind of is proof that they are dumping chemicals, but they're not mind-controlled chemicals. Right, it's- right. Yeah, they, that's the, that is the one big problem when it comes to a lot of conspiracy th- well it comes to all the conspiracy theories to be honest with you um it also comes to a lot of other things that i won't get into but i mean politics everything you see one little thing that that somewhat fits your universal view of things and it's automatically proved yeah. that you're right um even though it's it's you're not testing it you're not studying it you're not it's not actually proving your point it's just on the surface looks like it might be proving your point mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I did not know that they dump fuel. I mean, that's not good either because I can't imagine that's healthy for the no, no, no. But, but like I said, it, but that's it's not from, gonna, from what I've read about fuel dumping. It's actually a pretty rare, pretty thing. rare thing. And and honestly, if they are dumping it, dumping fuel, it's only going to be contaminate. It's only it's only going to be a, a dangerous thing for anyone in the vicinity where it's dumped. It's, it's not like but it's here's spreading the, throughout. But the here's the thing. Atmosphere. Here's the here's the thing, and this is the thing that kind of got me about chemtrails. About, even if the government was putting chemicals on commercial flights or on airplanes and spraying them at elevation at, at, mm-hmm. at high elevation you're so high up that all those particles probably aren't even gonna make the ground well they Say, would in the rain theoretically but even with like if fuel dumping right that, that's not it's probably not even making it to the ground right it's evaporating before it even hits the ground that's true i don't know what with the how what the evaporation point of jet fuel is relative yeah. to like regular gasoline, but gasoline evaporates quite quickly. Yeah. So I yeah, I don't know. However, I um actually had a point and it lost. It Uh-oh. just completely went out of my head. Well, continue and I might, it might come back. So to me. another thing that kind of leads to the speculation of chemtrails is the fact that uh, oh I remember now, but go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. Because no, I, I was just gonna say people. Going on about this, you know, putting the chemicals in the air. 
Has anyone considered looking at the chemicals that are in our fucking food? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, look at that, and I mean that—that's worthy of some ex- of some investigation. Yeah. I, I did watch a video. Uh, actually, I watched it last night where a guy was talking about chemtrails and about how it's like completely asinine, uh-huh. basically. And the one thing, the one point he kept ma- making was, if the government really wanted to put to to put chemicals in you or spray chemicals on you. They would just put it in, in the in your in the water in your house, right? Or the there, food. There's well, a lot. There's a lot easier ways to get chemicals in you than spraying them from thirty thousand feet in the air. I'll bring this up because I don't know if it would justify an entire episode, but um, fluoride in our water. Yeah, they do put fluoride in our water, but there's a lot of people who think that fluoride is also making us dumb and complacent yes. and lazy. You know, but I don't drink tap water, so I don't. I don't know if that really matters. But I, I brush my teeth with fluoride toothpaste. Yeah, I know. So I don't know. <clears throat> um, so yeah, like like I was gonna say though, the uh, another thing that's kind of led to some of the speculation about chemtrails is the fact that, and I've seen it before too, where you can look up at a plane, you look up at an airplane, and you'll see a contrail, and then there's not one. Right. And then, you know, a little further down the line, you see the contrail again. Right. And then it'll go for a little bit, and then it stops. So there's like breaks mm-hmm. in the contrail. Um, you know, so it, it could give the if the the look that something is being sprayed. Right. I guess I I can see why someone who's uneducated about what the 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 chemical processes and the physics process processes of a vehicle moving at high speed in the high altitude with the uh heat and and um exhaust coming off of a an engine mm-hmm. i can understand someone seeing that and going oh, i don't you know what is that i can see them you know and wanting to connect dots that aren't necessarily there i can see that but the logic behind it behind their ideas of what those chem chemicals are supposedly doing to us doesn't make any no, sense no. And if if you want to like get to the truth of it, you know the truth of of contrails, like you already kind of alluded to partially. You know, so if you've got a plane that's at full altitude, mm-hmm. you know the wind temperature at full altitudes, you know, forty below or something. Right, along it's, those it's lines. very cold. So you have air mm-hmm. there's entering through the front of the turbine engine. Mm-hmm. Being superheated. Being superheated yeah. and then exiting out the rear of that. Right. So the same thing that you see in the, uh, the an airplane doing in the sky, having a, a, a contrail, is, is basically the same principle as you standing outside and breathing out of your mouth on a cold day or night. Right. It's exactly. the same principle, the exact yeah. same principle. The difference is, is that the your breath is 97, 98 degrees. And cold and 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 moist moisture, um, full of moisture because you're breathing it out. Yeah, and that's lasting very you know seconds. Now imagine superheating that air through an engine and then pumping it out at extreme velocity. Oh yeah, and you're talking the 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 heat, the heat of that engine's got to be you know hundreds eight hundred degrees or something along right, those lines. Yeah, at least I mean because your your car engine at peak is running at almost 200 and 200 yeah. degrees like 180 typically yeah. and that's just a car engine that's not even you know doesn't even come close to the same level of of torque and and horsepower and whatever else those as an airplane yeah, yeah as an airplane. it's um but yeah it's just really interesting i know that there's uh you know there's there is another thing called Cloud seeding. I don't know if you've heard of that before. No, I've not heard that one. So there is weather modification that airplanes can do. Mm-hmm. But they're very specific airplanes with a very specific purpose. So with these, when they do cloud seeding, and there's a lot of really interesting videos about cloud seeding also. Mm-hmm. They take these canisters and they strap them across the back of the airplane and they emit... Um, they 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 fly these airplanes into storms like okay. into a storm cloud and it releases chemicals that simulates uh cloud condensation nuclei and so it's basically giving condensation something to bind to and then it enhances rainfall okay 
And so if you live in Texas or Arizona or somewhere that's got a drier climate, you're able to see these rain clouds and create or enhance more rain, if that makes sense. How come they haven't used that to put out some of the wildfires? Because over the course of the year, it's seriously like a quarter of an inch of rain. Oh, it's not. It's not no, they're not able to like fly a plane and like create a thunderstorm. Oh. No, it's nothing like that. So that'd be cool. That would be, that would put out the fires for it, sure. It would put out the fires. Yeah, yeah, we wouldn't have droughts anymore. But yeah, right. there's and, and you know we, we might get to the point where we have the technology to be able to do things like that. Right. But at this point, no. You're literally talking from the from the videos I've I've seen about it and the stuff I've read online. You know, if you're seeding, you know several clouds a week you create a quarter of an inch of rain over the course of the year mm. so it's not a lot so it almost doesn't even seem like that much of a but if you live in a drier climate it can be a lot right that's true yeah well, especially when you're talking about crops and things like that right and, right well and, and there's a lot of hunger in the world and because of dry arid areas that can't grow can't properly grow crops that could down the road be a, a, a strong um, answer to uh, to food problems. To you know, this is completely off topic, and you're probably gonna completely argue against this. But if the world, if people in the world, if the whole, entire world could get together, uh-huh. it'd be really easy to solve hunger. Ro- oh, ro- I know worldwide. You know what that would be? Yeah. Well, first of all, it would could start with all, all the first world countries not wasting food as much as we do no it's really simple if everyone went vegan we could solve world hunger i don't because, see how because think of the just the grain that we feed animals well i don't know if we should be feeding animals grain anyway but but we do yeah we, you know yeah. The, pretty much everything you oh, eat I, is grain fed i'm not going to argue with you on that because i think that our our food processing is um the way we farm our food, the way we process our food, our livestock, and even our crops is not—it's not done right. No, and but that, but that's what I'm saying though is if if you want you could end world hunger by everyone going. To the they, we could end world hunger just by instead of our governments subsidizing farmers not to farm. Yeah. If we just farmed the land that we have, and I get why they do it to some degree, but they do it too much to keep pricing. At a level, whereas they're not thinking about producing food for hungry people rather than just food for the people who can buy it. Yeah. You know, so I, I, I don't know. But you're right. I, no, I, I don't disagree with that, but I, I don't know if I necessarily think veganism is the right answer. I think altering our the our processes for farming. Well, the other thing is not farming with veganism, general. if you think of all of the land that we use to harvest animals. Yeah, but all all that land would have to be harvested for vegetables, and it would all still be the same problem. You Not necessarily. No, it wouldn't. Well, farming in general does produce a lot of pro- a lot of um, uh, waste, and if you look at it, it's I mean it's just but, as but, likely. But to we're get... farming probably millions of acres, definitely thousands and hundreds, of, tens and hundreds of thousands of acres. For the grain that we're feeding, well, to right. The like I said, it's also so. You know, like I said, that, I agree with that's that. That's what I'm saying, though. Is, is you're right. There's also there's always going to be some kind of component to farming, whether okay. it's animals or you know vegetables or whatever it is. But we we're we're basically double farming, right? Yeah, I, I don't agree with the way we we produce our meats. I think if moving to even if it meant a re, a huge reduction in the in the um supply of meat and the reduction in um animal and the amount of animals that we farm on a yearly basis and i do Meaning, i do want to say that i'm not a vegan right. i just want to do want to get that out. but you've thought about it you've thought about becoming a vegan not really because i can never give up all the dairy meat. yeah so i mean it's the idea is there's there's sound ideas there but it's 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 got to be a universal thing it's got to yeah. be you can't just say no more meat can't just say only this type because it, it it just can't happen well no i'm not saying that humans should be eating meat i i know there's a lot of scientific evidence that proves that humans are not necessarily carnivorous animals our bodies are definitely not built to digest meat but we've evolved that way because that's if it weren't for meat we wouldn't have been able to evolve in the first place yes. we wouldn't have survived as a species 
So maybe maybe not because we didn't have the idea. We didn't even know how to farm when we were Correct. killing animals Correct. to eat. Yeah. So our species would have died off to a degree. Um, so I get it, but it's going to take many, many, yeah. many, many more generations to to evolve out yeah. of that. I, well, and, I think that like, but take take milk for instance. I mean the the human body is not made to drink. Bovine, oh, co- co- bovine cow's milk. milk. That's why I don't drink cow's milk. Yeah, and, and I think the the dairy industry has spent literally millions and millions of dollars to promote itself into everyday life. Right. Into the need for cow's milk. Right. And the nutrients you get from milk, you can get from anything else. I mean, right. there, there's dozens of different places to get the calcium and vitamins and everything else that you need. Well, you you're getting closer to... Um, at least as far as body mass, you're getting closer to. We're all getting closer to the cow. Well, that's my point, <laughs> but that's that's that is the point right there. Obesity is is a huge issue in this country yeah, and in, in the first world in general, and it, I think a lot of it has to do with our our ingestion of bovine milk. Well, yeah, because if you think about it, at the at the basic nature, the basic principle of cow's milk, it's what is it for? It's to grow, grow a, a baby cow, seven or eight hundred pound animal. Yeah. yeah, right. That's not. And the other thing is, uh, you know, and I've been, I've talked about this for a long time. If you stop drinking milk, for if you stop eating dairy and drinking milk, dairy altogether, mm-hmm. for a year or so, you will make yourself lactose intolerant. Right. You're able to because we, us as as uh, as a species. We're made to. We're created to uh, feed off of human milk for, for a small for, period of time. For a period of time, yeah. you know, at, at, at tops a couple of years, right? And then wean off, right? And we, we wean ourselves off of human milk onto cow's milk. milk, yeah. And it, it, it's something that's always. I mean, and I mean, I, I drink it every once in a while, but I, I've definitely. I'll use it in my cereal. Yeah, that's, that's about, about it. it. Yeah. That's about it. And, and, and generally speaking, I'd much rather use um, almond milk because the taste—the taste of almond milk—is good, but it messes with my stomach. So does regular milk. I now, <laughs> I would say that I, I'm not a big fan of almond milk because it's a little thicker. That's but see, that's why I, I like it. I, I think like, it's more like because other the other. You should milks try. Are, you should try rice milk. Rice milk. Is, I thought about. Rice I love. Milk. I love rice milk. I know it's sweeter and it's probably not as good for you as probably almond milk right. is, but better uh, than cow milk. It's definitely better than cow milk. <laughs> yeah. Um, soy milk I don't like. Either. I'm not a fan like, of soy I milk. Like the t- there's a weird aftertaste. There is. Um, but I liked almond milk. The problem is, like I said, it messes with my stomach. And same with regular milk when I do use it in my cereal. I, I'll have to give rice milk a try. But I, as I, I was going to say, you know, you're getting a little closer to human body mass if you went with goat's milk. Yeah. Which a lot of people do, but it's no one it's not as mass produced it's so hard, much harder to get and it's so much more expensive yeah. you can't be buying a gallon of goat's milk on on a weekly basis like you do cow's milk yeah. because like you were pointing out how the farming industry the dairy industry specifically and our and all the subsidies that they get has made it far easier to buy a gallon of milk yeah absolutely uh, you know for to for your children and it makes sense you know especially from the time when i think this is really pushed you know, from the you know old West times, uh, pre pre the nineteenth uh, century, early twentieth century, and then once you got into the the twenties, late twenties and early thirties of of the twentieth century, the Great Depression. Yeah, you know, milk really did help to keep a lot of people alive. Absolutely, because it was cheap it is a, and it's easily cheap. available. Right, and it's if the only thing you're eating on a weekly basis is bread. Yeah. It did help to keep people healthier. But we're know? no longer at that point. We're not. I, th- I think yeah. a lot of people have gotten away from seeing and understanding or even fucking caring about what they put in their body. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm kind of guilty of that, too, to a lot, to a great extent. And it's something that over the course of the past, you know, 10 years, I've really started paying attention more, even though I'm a fat slob and everything right now. Yeah, but well, <laughs> I am too. I, uh, I, I, I definitely try the best I can um, to... I'm at least aware of what I'm putting in. I know I'm doing something wrong. You know, it's yeah. not like I'm just blindly doing it. I'm, and like I said, I'm not... I, I could never go vegan. Yeah. 
But I definitely do try at least three or four days out of the week um, to have meat-free days where I don't eat anything, anything meat-based. Mm. Um, you know, I, I I try to do that with carbs in general, but I... I well, carbs, I, you should be ingesting carbs. That's the thing, though, is your body functions off of carbs. That's what it uses mm. for energy. Right. So eating a eating a low carb or no carb diet is not good for you. Mm. It's not good for your body. You end up storing more of the bad shit in your body than than yeah. than you really think you I just, are. Because most of my diet is carbs. Yeah, you know it's carbs and and protein. And that's it. It's I, when I say low, you know, with carbs, it means I'm not basically eating the junk food. Yeah. You know, because that's mostly carbs and unhealthy weight comes from eating too much animal protein. I thought it came from too much sugar. But when you, but what I'm saying though is, once you get into the into where you're eating, because you have to think of the way the the food pyramid we were taught in school is bought and paid for by the industries that's promoting it. Right. I know that. So that food pyramid is complete bullshit. Mm. Your diet should be more more carbs than protein. You should have very little protein actually in your diet. Well that's not and, that's and, not and, the and, consensus and, and, today. Oh I know that. And mm. once you get to the point where you're eating overeating protein, especially animal protein, is where you really notice a weight gain. And mm. that's kind of where I was going. Gotcha. Yeah, that's not that is not what uh, modern uh, medicine is promoting yeah. at all. I mean, it's like I don't remember the exact number because I mean should... they're just telling you pastas and breads are terrible for you. Well, they they are if you're eating too much of it because well, there's a lot of other eating stuff. too much of anything is going to be bad for absolutely, you. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, but what I'm saying, where though, I'm is, saying is, is the those, balance. Those of aren't bad for you because they're carbs. They're bad for you because they're carbs and a bunch of other bullshit, right. especially with pastas. It's the, all the other stuff. It's the sauces you're putting the pasta in, right. you know, the the Alfredo sauce and things like that. The best part. I know that. It's, <laughs> a, it's the stuff that's bad for you. Yeah. But you're able to eat that stuff if, you, if you're if you eating it in a healthier way. Right. You know? Um, yeah. Which, I mean, we didn't get this. We just kind of got on a tangent here about healthy health. eating, <laughs> which, I, I you know, could have potentially been a big, huge, like, we could have argued about, but... You know, I could talk about health and food and 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 fad diets and everything. Yeah. I could talk about that stuff all yeah, day. And I could be the example of what not to do because everything <laughs> I do is wrong. Well, I assure you, I'm not the picture of health either. No, but you're but probably better than I am. You know, I was a lot healthier before I started. There was a period of time where I was eating that. fast food every day. Yeah, at least once a day, sometimes twice, depending. But I mean, that would be my only meals. I'd have. You know, McDonald's and Burger King or just McDonald's or just Burger King, but or when, you know, whatever it was. But I don't cook yeah. generally. And I would literally just, you know, every day, oh, going to McDonald's today. I went to Burger King yesterday. You know, that was my dinner every day. I've been on this big kick lately. And uh, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to sound like some like crazy left wing California liberal, but. Like my favorite thing lately to eat for breakfast is avocado toast, man. I it it, it just like oh you damn hippie, it, tree hugging fucking hippie. It is fucking awesome. And so I take I so, love I love out of avocado. So I've got guacamole. So I've got uh, I buy thirty five calorie bread. So it's a low calorie bread. Mm-hmm. Uh, I take two slices of it, and it's like thinner bread too. So it's not like you you're not like weighing yourself down. And I'll take an avocado, I'll slice the avocado in half, and I'll put half on each side of the of the each piece of toast. And then I've got everything bagel seasoning that I sprinkle over top of the avocado. And then I'll take an egg and I'll slice up the egg and put the egg over top of the on top of it. It's fucking that awesome. Sound, that doesn't sound bad. That's it's not, fucking awesome. That's not hippie. You're using chicken, you know, chicken egg, so I know that, I know that. But yeah. uh like I I Jack took a bite of it. My son Jack is, you know, sixteen, but he, he he tried a bite of it. Uh, I don't know last week, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is awesome!" Right? Yeah, that doesn't it's, sound bad, at and all. it's really good for you. you uh, know? I don't know about the the thirty five calorie toast. I'm just I'm an Italian bread kind of guy. I get always get a loaf of Italian bread. That's, yeah, that's but my... there's probably like seventy to eighty calories in each slice, and like and I eat a, four slices at a time. Yes, I make, yes, yes. Because there's four slots in your toaster. Yeah, it's not, it's not good. <laughs> and man. I smother it with real butter. It's salt, you know, salted sweet cream butter. See, that's why I'm saying just like a. 
Next time you're at the store and you're buying groceries, man, pick up some avocados and try some avocado toast. Mm, I'll have to give it a shot. I, so I take the avocado. I don't know if you ever cut up an avocado Yeah, before. I've cut one. So you slice the avocado. You take out the little seed in the middle of it. And then I take a knife and I make like a a, a cross pattern uh-huh. in the avocado. So it's a lot easier to like scoop it out with a mm-hmm. with a, a spoon and then I uh, you know, spread it across yeah, the bread. Yeah. It's really good. And like I said, every everything bagel seasoning, I don't know where Mandy picked this shit up from. Stuff's like crack. It makes It's, it's <laughs> awesome. Huh. So reality redefined yeah. is changing too. <laughs> Diets for you. <laughs> okay, so back- your first stop shop for all things healthy. <laughs> back to the t- back to topic. Back to the topic. Right. Uh, chemtrails. Yeah, chemtrails. Uh, so let me put my my tinfoil hat on for a minute. Okay. okay. So chem contrails. I see. I keep saying the wrong thing. Right. Contrails actually do have an effect on the Earth's atmosphere. Well, it's it's exhaust. First of all, there is well the. Carbon exhaust. So after September 11th happened, mm-hmm. right? So there's a, you know, the air traffic was shut down for days, right? Right. And what they realized is over those days, the earth actually cooled. So what scientists realized was that the contrails act like an insulator. Mm. And uh, it, it's the fl- primarily flights at night stop the earth from releasing um, certain amounts of radiation Hmm. so in turn it's slightly warming the earth right so there's actually a global warming aspect to contrast so there's actually programs that some airports are putting in place where during certain times of the day they try to limit the flights they try to limit flights in high moisture areas Hmm. So it is does add three to five percent roughly onto the cost of the airline, you know, because of extra fuel because they've got to adjust their flight patterns. Right. But in the long run, if you could get the entire world's flight system to operate like that, uh, we could have a positive effect on global warming and change maybe some of the stuff that is going on. Right. Well, I, I think. And this is way off because it's the technology is not there, and it's I mean it's a ways a long ways off. But we'll have solar powered cars long before we can have solar powered flight. Oh yeah, because yeah. it's just it's just not feasible. No, it's not. Um, even though it's closer to the sun, uh, when you're up there, it's just the the, the energy, energy that yeah correct, the power right. that's required is just not there yet. Correct. But that would make a huge difference because then you don't have those turbines producing that level of heat. Which can lead to the, the contrast. But that's what I was saying. It, it, that's what some scientists are speculating is, you know, it, even if we were to go to a more uh, electric uh, energy source on the ground and still maintain flights the way they are now, but just adjusting those flight patterns, could it, make could, a it could make a huge difference in, in global warming. I believe that. I believe that. What was that? Why Why did you say you're putting your tinfoil hat on? Because I sound like a conspiracy theory. I'm like, it's the planes, man. It's the planes oh, no. causing global no, warming. No, because the way, you, the way you, you presented it was it's a factor. Yes. Like all things are factors. Yes. So you didn't say it was the only thing causing global warming. No, that would be a different no, story. But I just wanted to say, there, I'm sure there's some people out there like- You had uh, me scared there for a second. I thought you were going to be like, you know, I'm going to put on my tinfoil hat. It is definitely causing sterilization of certain <laughs> animals. I'm like, no, I don't know. Um, so there, uh, so so I made some notes about some of the videos or a couple of the videos I watched. Uh-huh. And uh, so there's one video I watched uh, that the guy stated that. Uh, so he shows this video of a plane like taking. It might be just after it takes off, and you see like black smoke. Coming out, or black a black substance coming out of the yeah, back. It's of the called plane. exhaust. Well, hold on, let's <laughs> hold on. So in the video, he's like, uh, "See, man, this is the chemicals. That's proof that the chemicals are being sprayed on the town below." So, like, I, I watched the video a couple of times, and I'm like, "No, it's very clearly exhaust, exhaust yes. coming from the airplane from the jet as, fuel as as it, as it accelerates." And I'm like, "Okay." If the government really wanted to spray us with chemicals, would they dye it black? Right. <laughs> <laughs> because right. chemicals aren't black. No. 
Not not, not naturally, no, or not, at least not necessarily black. So, I'm like, so they're all right. So hold on one second. So this plane. So you've got this commercial. Let's say Delta flight. Uh-huh. I'm just going to pick a airliner uh-huh. that is voluntarily allowing the government to put chemicals on their plane right. to spray, and you're dying it black. It's like because right. it, eventually that would show up. People would be like, when it's raining, be like. Why has the rain got a weird color to it? Don't you also think that you'd have at least somewhere some pictures from some flight crew that's like, look, man, this is bullshit. I get up to 20,000 feet and I have to flip this chemtrail switch in my, right, in my cockpit. Uh, you know, not everyone is is easily con- – I mean, right. Just because, like, and we've pointed this out with con- conspiracy theories before. A conspiracy can only work if everyone is equally – willing to maintain the secret yes and there's yeah you're right there's no way that you would get every flight crew every captain every stewardess every to to go along with it and not say yes this is what's going on it just wouldn't happen no not at all at some point someone's gonna be like right and there is so i did see a video where a guy was talking about um a picture that a flight crew did put did release very obviously it was the flight crew having fun with the whole chemtrail thing, mm. and they made a little chemtrail switch. Was it hand, like written in marker? Yeah, it's yeah, like, okay. it's like, if it's written in marker, it, it doesn't it, it work. It wasn't written in marker, but you, yeah. you could tell that it was not the same as the rest of the knobs and stuff on the airplane. Right. It's it, it, it's kind of like this. Um, when Doctor Who first started in the 60s, uh, William Hartnell was the, was the first doctor. He was a very well-known actor, but he was getting old and he was suffering from arterial sclerosis, which uh-huh. was affecting his memory. So he was happy. He always flubbed his lines a lot, and they only had a lot of times only had time to make one take because of the way that it was all filmed. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of times where he's flubbing lines right in the in the version that we have now. But there was one scene where he's supposed to pull this this lever, and there's a piece of tape, and it says this lever. Oh and it's no! Written in marker, and everyone <laughs> they're like, "Why would the doctor have a have a handwritten thing?" That's like. It was obviously put there for yeah. the for so he knew which lever to pull. That's hilarious. <laughs> but everyone wanted to make it like part of the show. No, it's handwritten. It's not real. It's just, <laughs> That's great. You know. Um so there's another video I was watching where this guy's like, uh, you know, oh, you know, I've been taking apart these turb these old turbine engines for years. He's like, uh, well, I came across this. And he's like, I was, so he's like showing this this turbine engine, right? And he's like, I found these these bars. And he holds this up, and this thing looks like a, a little, like, four or five-inch bar with, like, four little spray nozzles on it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this was inside that engine. This is what they're using to spray the chemicals on us with. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, hold on one second. If you're at, you know, 30,000 feet, you're probably going to need something more than a little four-inch bar. Or five well, inch bar that, that, to spray but, chemicals on it to reach the ground and affect things. Right. Where's the tank where the chemicals are being stored leading to that? Like, if he pulled that bar out of the engine, he would have had to have some kind of hosing, piping yeah. to feed to that, that four inch bar. Yeah. Where did that lead? You know, just having it's like taking a shower head off of a shower, going somewhere else and saying, look, I've got proof that. You know, this is causing chemtrail, but you don't have the rest of it to yeah. prove where it's coming from. Yeah, What's but it, it was just really interesting, though, because like I said, I'm looking at it like, yeah, that little four or five inch bar is not really going to do anything. Not really. It's probably like... Uh, Unless the con- the the chemicals are ultra concentrated where, yeah. you know, like a micro amount will affect everything. It and, looked like it's probably like uh, where the... I'm just picturing like a little like sprinkler. No, it's, it's like a tube. Are, it's like a right. The, you yeah, know, those little yes, sprinklers. Exactly, that, yes. they don't... But it was like a four or five inch little bar, and it's probably where like the jet fuel sprays into the freaking engine. Right. It's probably what it what it oh, was. It might be. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how those. I don't know how turbine engines work. I don't. Neither, barely, neither do I. I barely know how you know piston engines work. But <laughs> com, combine in, or uh, yeah, combine in, turbine uh, turbine engines. Turbine engines. Um, I have no fucking clue yeah. how they. But work. you know, chemtrails also come from. Or, Contrails. I mean, seeing the same wrong game thing. Contrails come from jet engines, also, right? Because I know, like, fight- well, it's all it's all aren't normal jet engines, aren't they? In a sense, turbine as well. 
Because you see those to a certain degree. Because they've got the air intakes, yeah. I guess, and it, it. I know it's compressed. The air comes in into these like openings on the jet. Because I've seen like documentaries on how this stuff works, but I don't really understand it too well. But the air comes in and then it's compressed. Comes in an opening that's say x wide x inches wide and it comes down shrinks yeah. as it comes to the back to compress, compress the air it. which intensifies the um the air fuel mix yeah you know and i know the turbine engine is working kind of on a similar uh, premise with yeah. the with the spinning you know but i do know like fighter jets what they they, they have to be really careful about not leaving contrails you know, if they notice that they're leaving a contrail, they have to change elevation or change right. something. But again, it's proven because that they, that's because if you're in a fighter jet, you can, in in <laughs> flying a mission, you don't want to leave a big long trail behind you, right? So like an arrow pointing, <laughs> yeah. hey, look at me, yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. So, um, so there, there's so the last video I, I was going to talk about was a video that was discussing President Trump. Oh, okay. And he says, he's like, look, you know, every time, because he lives in the Mar-a-Lago area, right. he's like, look, you know, every time the president comes down here, look at the sky. You don't see any any con- any chemtrails trying to say that the president's coming so they don't, don't, spray, the so chemicals. They don't spray the chemicals. No, it's because when the president's in the air, no other airlines are in the air. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Or, or when the president is there, you're not allowed to fly over it. Well, I don't know what the patterns are for that, but I I do know that if the, I believe that there's wherever flight restrictions, Air Force One is flying, no other airplanes yeah, are allowed exactly. to fly around. But I, yeah, I know that there's flight restrictions when they're in the air. I believe there's also flight restrictions when he's there, really, at his resort or whatever. Also, huh? Makes sense. Yeah, it's not because of chemtrails. It's about the president. It's about yeah, keeping somebody from flying a plane into the president. Yes. Because if anyone can re- recall, someone tried to do that to Clinton. Was it Clinton or was that Bush? Was it? It was either Clinton or Bush. I can't remember. I they remember. flew the plane right into the fucking White House. It was just a little Cessna. I didn't do Oh, damage. that's right. I did. For, I forgot. Yeah, they flew that. it right into the White House. I don't remember when that was, though. I don't either. I, I'm trying to remember if that was Trump or, or uh, Bush or uh, or Clinton. It had to have been Clinton. Yeah, because I think it was pre nine nine eleven. It was ahead of pre nine eleven. I have to, I'll have to look it up eventually, and I'm gonna look it up now. But yeah, um, yeah. I mean, but that's that's part of it. And I would nine eleven probably intensified that because one of the planes was intended for the White House. The White House, yeah. So that was the one that was grounded in Pennsylvania, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. So, oh yeah, it was the only one that was grounded, so it had to be yeah, that one. Yeah. And the Pentagon got hit, so. Yeah, supposedly. That's a whole other show. Whole other show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, we'll talk. That's about a that fun eventually. one though, because it, there is some video, very questionable things. Right, yeah. there's some questionable video that you can watch and go, I don't know, you know. So yeah. it's it's funny. It's one of those ones where, you know, you can still be. Uh, look at it and go, I don't think so, but it makes you wonder. I wonder if. Part of that is the people that were running the country at the time. I mean, you can look at someone like Dick Cheney and think that he has nefarious Well, nefarious he, he was part of a group that wrote a, a whole paper on how to pro- move your agenda forward as far as uh, war profiteering and, yeah. you know, false flag type attacks were part of that that think tank paper that came yeah. out. So. But, uh, yeah, man, that's all I had about chemtrails or contrails. Yeah. yeah, chem cons, whatever. Yeah. Con chems. If you're interested, like I said, there's lots of videos online. Yeah. There's, Just there's... don't believe it because there's science behind why it's not true. Yeah. I, I think most people kind of understand. You would be surprised in this country we live in. You, yeah, you know? because it, with, with chemtrails being such a a, a, a big kind of conspiracy topic, mm-hmm. um. You know, it, from what I was looking at, was seeing online. There's not a whole lot of people that buy into it. Yeah, I would say it's one of the lesser say, bought. You know, like, harder ones to convince. A people vast of. majority of the videos on YouTube are denouncing the existence okay. of, of chemtrails. It's just we, you know, that's the one kind of the one fine line that we're walking with this show is I don't want to endorse any of these ideas. I'm not saying that any of them could are are. I mean, we we can make fun of them and we can say, look, this doesn't make any sense. That doesn't mean that they're not true. 
but it also means that you don't take them at face value just because you watch one YouTube video or or listen to us. Please, 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 please always believe the science. Science, they'll never steer you wrong. And if it does, it will accept that responsibility and give you the right answer in in its place. Yeah. Well, that's all I got, man. Yeah, Anything else want to add? No, just that little caveat at the yeah. end there. Well, if uh, any questions or comments, you can email us. Ian, what's our uh, email address? Do you remember? Uh, I don't, but I do remember our Twitter handle. Well, hold on. You can email us at uh, realityredefinedpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Ian, where can they find us on Twitter? You can find us at We Are the Lizard People. No. What? There's no know. R. Oh, it is we at, the lizard people. We at we the lizard people, and it's not it's not people spelled out as PPL. Yes, we the lizard people. So I almost got it right because we are the lizard people that are ruling the earth. I'm not we're, ruling shit, and we're going to talk about if, lizard people and the Denver airport and all a bunch of other cool. stuff. Oh yeah, there's lizard people conspiracies that that can cover several episodes too. Oh, absolutely, but so. uh, that's all I got, man. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, until next time. Talk to y'all later. Peace. Play my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you two cobras, you wanna hang? Shoulder to shoulder, the niggas basic. You know I won't lie. Know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub, hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's some dollar sign. Know they sick as fuck. Know they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Know you sick as fuck.